Well, welcome again to God Talk. It should be Tuesday morning if you're on our schedule, but uh, you may listen to this anytime. So we're working through the story of the triumphal entry as it builds up to Easter week. I know this is a, a day or two after Easter now, but I wanted to talk about this. Uh, Jesus needed a parade. I don't know if he really understood how awful the cross was going to be. We know, at least uh, in story, what it was, must have been like. But evidently, Jesus needed a parade. Is that okay? He's God. He's afraid, but of course, he's human. Beg the disciples to be there for him. Can you just be with me? The disciples all go to sleep. They run away when the going gets tough. Yes, I'm sure he organized a parade in order to draw attention to it. You only have one life to give. He comes down out of heaven to tell the world the truth about God. And so he is announcing that he's the Messiah. He comes riding in on a donkey and the palm branches. These are all messianic symbols. Yes, he knew that the whole world was coming to the Passover. He wanted to get the biggest crowd he could to have as many people know this moment. This is the key moment of salvation history in the whole world. God himself is going to come. He sent prophets. That didn't work. They killed the prophet. He said, finally, God sends his son. Don't miss this moment. This is the moment all heaven and the world has been waiting for. And uh, so he wants to make it count. He's going to die with as many people to be aware of it as possible. And so he has a parade. But I think he just needed it. He needed a parade. And so if Jesus needed a parade, I think you and I can need a parade once in a while. Everybody needs a parade once in a while. It is the parade moments that help you get through the cross moments. Because you're all going to have some cross moments. And if you only have cross moments and never have a parade moment, then, then it's difficult. One of my friends was a conference president for many years, great friend of mine. He's pastoring now. We're about the same age and done 30 years together. But there was a day when he was not voted back in as a president. People go to the committee and they have this complaint. He didn't give them a pastor or whatever, whatever. And uh, I called him. It's a difficult time. He needed a parade. He's recovered from it. He's done great. But everybody needs a parade. My Uncle Maury Vendon. The last few times I heard him preach, he preached from my own church in La Sierra. There was this, these stories about being embattled and people with their ecclesiastical swords. And there was a lot of, lot of pain in his sermon. And I finally talked to him. I said, Maury, what is the deal with all this? You're a giant. You're one of the most famous pastors in history. You preach all over the world. Why this being embattled? And he had felt like he wasn't making a difference. After all those sermons and all those weeks of prayers and all those camp meetings, all those books, he would go to the ABC, and the ABC, the books that people were writing about the gospel, were not lining up with his passion and what he had been trying to teach for 50 years. And, and he was discouraged. And he's coming to the end of his public career, and he was feeling bad. I said, Maury, the Adventist church has changed because of you, because of your message and righteousness by faith, your theme about a relationship with Jesus and sanctification and victory is through Jesus and a relationship by faith. But in his soul, he was having a hard time hearing it. He needed a parade. I feel bad for the president. <laughs> you watch these talk shows at night and the humor shows. There's a hundred jokes a night about our president. Well, maybe he deserves some of it. I, okay, fine. We all, it's a hard job. We all make mistakes. But how does he sleep at night when 
when people are making fun of you every day, every day, every night. I can remember watching when George Bush was the president, and just every night they'd find something to make fun of, or Clinton and all his little mistakes he made. How do you how do you deal with that? And maybe they need some parades in order to just say, okay, our president now goes out and has rallies and and makes him feel better, and he has people shout out and they love him and they cheer for him and they vote for him. We're all human. And when Jesus was going to go through the garden and then die and whipping and all of that, he needed a parade. And he needed to hear the voices of that parade in his soul. So he wanted to give people parades. He was up to the disciples to give Jesus a parade. And so they went and they got the donkey and they got their coats on the ground and they palm branches and kids and you organize a parade. So you and I need to give parades to people. Look around. Who needs a parade? Your pastor need a parade? Conference leaders, the teacher of your kids at school, the someone at the gas station, the caregivers right now, the doctors and nurses who are killing themselves in order to protect people. And here's my friend now who gets it himself. The people who are still going to the markets and putting food out there for you every day, who are wiping everything down, people in your family, people who cook food for you, give people a parade. Say thank you. Give them a note. Write them a note. Send a card. There have been times when I got an email that just kept me going for another week. Because you can get your head kicked in. There's so many challenges and trying to keep everybody happy. And you go crazy running around trying to satisfy everybody. And you just said, boy, I'm not making anybody happy. And then someone says, Pastor Dan, boy, that was a great sermon. And you can just say, okay, maybe I can go another another week. We all need a parade in one way or another. Every teacher deserves a parade. I told my sons to go to the umpires and make sure that umpires, it's not easy to be an umpire for a little league game or a referee, a basketball game for the high school. Go up there and let them know things. Go to the band director. The kids will get up from the band and go head out and get some cookies and go home. And there's the band director. has all the chairs and the music stands to put away. And once in a while, you got to go to the band director. Give him a parade like Mr. Richard's opus. All kinds of ways to give people a parade. Tony Campolo tells a story down in Jamaica or some island. And uh, he saw these girls who were offering him basically sex for money. They're kids. They're early teen middle school kids. And he said, uh, meet me tonight. They thought they were going to get paid and uh, do what they usually did. But no, he's going to give those girls a night just to be young girls. And he brought them ice cream and pizza. And just gave them a party. He had a little parade for them watching TV. A friend of mine uh, passed away now, the head elder of my church at Newbury Park, Mel St. John, told me he went back to Jackson, Michigan, where he grew up. And he went in about 24 roses, and he took one and gave a rose to every lady who had helped him grow up, who taught Sabbath school, who taught Pathfinders, who made that church and made the church a place for kids to grow up. And he went back to thank them and gave them a parade. It's terrific. Have a birthday party for someone who's not going to get one. Someone have a shower for a girl who's having a baby who maybe no one else is going to do one for her. Find a way. Write a thank you note. Write a letter of thank you. Write a letter to the paper telling everybody how you appreciate somebody. Jesus needed a parade. We all need parades. Give a parade. Look around and see who needs a parade today, this week. Anyway, this is God Talk. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow. 
and will take us a little further, the parade that you have. God bless.